0: Yo, this is Tony B. And welcome to Black Intel. It's kind of a new format from what I've traditionally uh, done. So kind of changed the name from Black Intel, Tony B. Show. Uh, focus on uh, some different issues, maybe some more serious issues. But I wanted to speak about the... Uh, what was a couple issues I wanted to talk about, but what I really want to focus on is this... Uh, Jay-Z deal with the NFL. And uh, even though the subject is the Jay-Z NFL deal, it's really the underlying issues um, and the way we think as far as when I say we, I mean black folks um, and black culture and things that are embedded in the black culture that are one of the reasons why I don't know if we're ever going to get over the hill to keep it real. Uh, because in my lifetime, I keep hearing people say the same things, the same mistakes are made. And the reason these same mistakes are made is because, uh, of our habits and what's embedded in the culture and what's taught. What's taught to us are things that are going to always keep us, uh, Behind the phone. but when I look at this Jay Z thing and this podcast, I've said it before. It doesn't. It does uh, have some explicit language. Uh, when I think that it's it's needed and it's just part of my personality that uh, you know that I say some of these words. But this Jay Z deal. I mean, there there's a couple issues behind this Jay Z deal. And none of them have anything to do with the actual deal, because people are people are creating their own little you know whatever paradigm they have, they're creating the um, the characteristics, you know, the architecture of this deal. This deal, to be clear. Let's be clear. Because people are saying they don't understand what this deal is and blah, blah, blah. They've been exaggerating it. Like when they were talking about that NFL, Jay-Z was going to have NFL ownership. I was like, that is the stupidest shit that someone can say. And anyone who thinks that is an idiot. But I didn't post it. But I knew that was false from the beginning. But let's be clear when we talk about what this deal is. Because... Roger Goodell was clear. I don't know if people was listening to what he was actually saying, but every time when people were really trying to go off on this, what's this going to, you know, what's Jay-Z going to do? How big is this role it's going to be? This dude was very clear and very centered. So let's make no mistake about this. Who was the smartest guy in the room? The smartest guy in the room was Roger Goodell. He may be racist. I mean, I don't know all of that. Because a lot of times people confuse business with racism. I don't know. Um, But I know he's not well liked by blacks, whites. I mean, the guy gets booed at almost every Super Bowl and stuff like that. You know, so he's obviously got some thick skin. But he was very clear in his body language was very clear with what this deal is about. This is only a music deal. This is only... A music deal now they have this inspire change thing that wasn't created by Jay Z this is something that was already created by the NFL and let me tell you what from my perspective the NFL has done a lot I can't remember the guy who negotiated and he got them to 86 million 86 million dollars And we got people like, well, it's not about the money. What the fuck are you asking them to do? Because they don't control the police. They don't have any influence with that. But we'll come back to that. But he was very clear that this was a music deal. And that Jay Z was going to assist with the Inspired Change. And he was being clear with the Inspired Change that. It's the NFL players who are running that. And then Jay-Z is going to assist. But when people was asking questions, asked him questions about Jay-Z and what he was going to be doing, the dude was like, he was like, oh, well, the, the bass is going to sound better, this and that. I don't know anything about the music. He was very clear. And I don't think people were listening about what this deal was about. So people who are expecting people who are expecting, oh we're gonna wait and see what Jay-Z is going to do or whatever, he's going to do the music. That's what he's going to do. Now I've kind of jumped into you know this topic and I'm gonna back up a little bit to you know maybe talk about whether I agree on this deal, uh, but more importantly, all of this social media shit because the soft things, you know, when you, t- when you think about the soft sciences and the soft sciences are very important. When you talk about people just talking, um, people giving speeches, community events, these things to me are the easiest things to do they're not like the hard things of doing like engineering computer science you know it's not anything hard so what makes it when you're dealing with the soft sciences and you're looking at you know you you know what is actually being accomplished it's hard to measure what's actually been accomplished because when someone tells me that their goal is to raise awareness I automatically, this is some bullshit. Now, I do understand like if it's for cancer, if it's for diabetes and stuff like that, then I can understand the awareness stuff. But a lot of times when people say they are trying to raise awareness, first of all, people already know and talk about this stuff all the time. And it's because they really don't have a real fucking goal. When you just want to do something to create talk that doesn't do any fucking thing there's no but these people can always say that they have created some type of success when they really haven't to me success is when there's a real policy change that happens hardcore policy changes because even when we look back to the civil rights movement, we look at a lot of these things That happened and what actually brought the success and what actually brought like um, some hardcore changes, it was the Interstate Commerce Clause. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When you look at the Interstate, and I'm not gonna get too deep into that, but it was the Interstate Commerce Clause that really helped. With a lot of this racism Keeping blacks out of businesses A lot of that stuff You know, you also had the housing You know, a lot of this stuff It's a lot of those things That actually make the hardcore changes But they don't get the the credit Because, you know, the speeches And all of that And trust me, Dr. King was definitely Putting in uh, some hardcore work Back in the day But I have to admit that you know, you read about these civil rights heroes and you're just accepting what everybody said and what you've read in books, but you weren't there. But now looking at today's civil rights heroes, seeing all the fake heroes, all the fake stuff, the fake stories, how the media creates this stuff, it makes me a lot more doubtful of back in the day. Because I'm like, if some of these people are going to be considered like they're going to be considered, we're going to have some People in the future are really not getting Information They really know what's going on But getting back to this Jay-Z deal Some of the problems that I have With just the the conversation Around the deal I have no problem with the deal Jay-Z doesn't owe anybody anything Uh, He can do what he wants And the grown man ain't got to check with another grown man what the fuck he wants to do Now, what I do have a problem with is that Jay-Z is considered some type of civil rights hero. I mean, people are like, Jay-Z's been a civil rights hero, or he's been this social justice dude uh, for decades. And I'm like, that's what kills me, because the information flow in the black community is so fucking bad. And people get mad that black people don't will question another black person more than maybe what they'll question somebody else will. And part of that, for my experience, is the information flow is so bad. When I see so much stuff online and hear people, what they say, what they say on TV, and I'm like, these people are considered to be like leaders and stuff like that. I'm like... There is no, we're always gonna be behind the a ball because the information pipeline is so fucking bad. We have so many people who put out bad information, and a lot of people are just regurgitating bad information that they've heard from somebody that they consider to be like a celebrity. So now everyone, the media is telling people that Jay-Z has always been... No, the fuck Jay-Z hasn't. Jay-Z has never been considered this big civil rights I mean, it was only into maybe, like, maybe in the last decade, you know, you know, because him getting with Beyonce really upped his profile as far as cleaning up his profile, making him more acceptable to the masses beyond rap. So he started getting his money, and yes, he did start bailing out Um, A few, you know, a few people back in, you know, maybe like four or five years ago, you know, because like I said, when you got money, you know, your contributions have to be based upon them. When you have a lot of money, you're going to do some social causes. I mean, that's just and a lot of that is to is to help your business strategy. So, people are going to do that. I mean, if you have a hundred million, you have a billion dollars, and i don 't know what his liquidity is um, but yeah, you can do some you can go donate, you can go do this thing because you got the money. Do that shit when you got thirty fucking thousand dollars. do it when you're making thirty thousand dollars a year. go bail somebody out of jail, then you're really making some real sacrifices, but all of a sudden he's became like this civil rights hero. And I'm like, yeah, I mean he he got a couple people uh some lawyers, but I mean, are you really comparing him with Rosa Parks, and Martin Luther King, and Malcolm X, all these other I mean, I mean, because the standard of what it took, what it takes to be a civil rights hero today is nothing. It's nothing like it was back in the day. In fact, the word hero means nothing anymore because everyone is considered a hero now. Everybody's a hero. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, you know, it's, it's this, everybody has to uh, win. You know, nobody can lose type of perspective that, you know, is trying to take over the world. But this, this, this idea that Jay-Z is going to be able to blaze some to be able to blaze some um, uh, social justice path is just nonsense. But celebrities, uh, they normally, you know, unfortunately it's very heavy in the black community. They have controls over fools and the masses are typically fools, you know? And that's why I have a problem when people say, oh, well, um, even if you disagree, you know, what they tell black people, this. now every other race, they don't have this shit. Hispanics they disagree You have Hispanics who With immigration Hispanics who aren't Every other race they don't Except in the black community You all supposed to be on one accord And so if The black people are saying This should happen And then you have a few others That have different ideas Like no this should happen Oh well Okay you have those ideas Well just be quiet So we you know So you don't mess it. Fuck you I mean, you're a fucking coward too. If you're someone who listens to that rock the boat shit, you know what I'm saying? Are you fucking kidding me? If somebody's views are strong or whatever, they should be able to withstand criticism. But the masses of the thing about when you're talking about sticking with the majority of black people, the majority of black people don't. Research, read, or doing everything they get is from motherfucking TV, it's from entertainers, it's you know, uh, it's from popular, you know, sources. There's no research behind it, so it's typically wrong. It's typically one person's view that they've all adopted, you know, and people just latch on to it, you know what I'm saying, and it's like. You know, it's just like a chain reaction. And some, like me, I don't think like that. That's why I don't use all that we shit anymore. You know, because the we shit is used to control people, masses of people. Get them where they don't think it's just one one voice. One No. Because really, our lives aren't really dependent upon each other because black people have been taught to live where the masses of black people are supposed to live vicariously through the success of a few black folk. So if Obama becomes president, oh, that's a win for black folk. No, I've never thought that. I mean, uh, I definitely voted for Obama. I mean, I would have voted for him for third a third term but he didn't really do shit i mean but i knew he wasn't gonna really rock the boat from before and i was saying this before he got elected um and now all of a sudden black folks are starting to come around to this view and it was it was really evident like when trump came into office and um like i said i mean i thought hillary had this shit wrapped up but when he came into office the day he got into office black people lost all these complaints on what you need to do, what you need to do, you need to do this, you need to do that, blah, 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 blah. What does that tell you? If on the day he gets in, they're like, hey, you need to do blah, 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 blah. That tells you they weren't asking Obama to do all of these things because those problems still had to be there. And see, the most dangerous thing about Trump being in office is that all the blame everybody places every problem they have and shit on him. Everything's about him. So the real issues of what's going on and why someone may be in the position they are, are not being addressed. They're not being addressed because everybody can blame it on Trump. I can just blame this on Trump. That to me, is the biggest danger. Now, I'm not one of these people, these emotional people that every day just got to yell, oh, Trump is racist. You got to do it. I mean, I don't get uptight about that. I mean, none of those people really move my world um, as far as what it goes. And, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, and I don't get offended by the, the, the things that he says. Now, I mean, he has done some... Um, Uh, some racist things. But I think that he's more like a dude. He just says and do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Uh, Whether he knows what he's doing and whether he's not. And like I said, hopefully we can get somebody who can defeat him. But I doubt it. But one thing, uh, which I know a lot of people are sadly happy about this, is they do want the economy to go down. They do want the stock, which is stupid, but they do want it to go down. Uh, Because the guy, because he actually caught the market at a worse time than Obama did. Now, that may sound strange uh, to people who are, you know, not in the markets, you know, don't really know shit. Obama caught the market when it was way down. The shit had been going down. And, you know, everybody's heard the term of buy low. So... You know, it the market was so low, there was low no expectations for them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it went a little bit lower, I mean it's already low. But if it goes up, and what helped it go up was really the um, the Fed and them lowering interest rates. They did a lot of things. You know, you everybody's heard the turn quantitative quantitative easing to. Uh, bring the market, so it brought interest rates where people could buy houses for low, but then you couldn't make any money off, you know, if you were saving and, you know, all of that stuff. But, so he caught the market on a low, buying low. He's like, if you want to buy some Louis Vuitton, you want to buy it as high as, it's most popular. You want to buy it when it's uh, not as popular. So, but Trump had to get the market where it was high and you got to take it higher. See, that's a harder trading. That's not the trading that I do. I'm not gonna buy something that's high and then expect it to go higher. Um, So this market has been going up for so long. It's been going up for, you know, a decade. It's gonna come down. It has to come down at some point. And we've been looking at the, uh, you know, the yields of the bond market, which is typically a forecast of where the market is going to go. Uh, so he's got the market right now on a high. And he's taking it, you know, he's been having it go up higher. And like I said, these presidents, all of them get too much credit for the markets and what they do. But Trump was definitely more pro-business than Obama. I mean, Obama was doing a lot of things. I hear a lot of people and basically, they're just dick riders. Uh, they don't really know shit. But they'll be like, Obama did this and that to get that up or whatever. Which actually isn't true. I mean, if you're a trader, or whatever, there was a lot of things uh, that Obama was trying to do that was going to wreck your pockets. Like a transaction tax and all of this shit that was, you know. But like I said, a lot of these people don't know anything about this shit. Um, and a lot of businesses didn't like him. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these businesses were very... Trust me, they were very racist, um, you know, toward Obama. Where about well, whereas Trump, no matter what you think of his business skills and knowledge, because I mean he's more a hype man than he is a a businessman, uh, businesses, you know, you know, they like his policies better than what they liked, you know, Obama's policies. And I know we kinda got away from the the Jay Z deal, but like I said, there's been some uh, the underlying issues. Because like I said, the deal was clear to me. I mean, it's not like in ten months you're gonna see anything else. I mean, those one guys got eighty-six fucking million dollars, man. Eighty-six million dollars. Now the bad thing about this money, and when you're doing these social programs, is that most of them are, are useless. <laughs> I mean, they're useless. Because if this is supposed to be about police brutality, and let's talk about police brutality and who are the victims of police brutality. It's black men. That's the majority. It's not black women. It's not kids. It's not all this shit. So what we're doing though, we're wasting all this money on kids. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that You know, teaching kids and stuff isn't helpful, but there's limits to it. There are not the ones who are really, I mean, you had a couple of kid incidents, but we need to get it to the people that actually need this. Kids, I mean, hell, you can tell them, you can write down a card which has been done before, you know, what their rights are and stuff like that. Trust me, it's a lot more complicated on the streets. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more. As, as you know, as a lawyer, you you deal with the police. You can talk about your rights all you want. They don't give a fuck when it's on the street. So, but wasting all this money on them, where actually it's these black it's black men who are the ones being attacked. Black adult men are the ones being killed, and they won't see any of this money. So, if Jay-Z needed to clear something with anybody, it needed to be the people who are actually, you know, victims of police brutality. But like I've said before, none of this is about police brutality. And that's where we go to the next part of the deal. Because Jay-Z, when he was in that interview, that conference, and you know, I got to appreciate the brother for like, he controlled the... He controlled the whole thing about how reporters was going to come in, how that was going to be done. Good. You know, I appreciate that. But I don't know if he realizes because he was up there talking like, you know, okay, we've, we've done kneeling. Let's move toward action. You know, he was up there talking about that. He had this confused look like, okay, we're past kneeling. I'm like, dude, you don't really understand the issue. And it's not. What these other people say when they were like, when they got past, when he said past kneeling, they got offended because you was taking away their right to be mad just to be mad. Because believe me, the kneeling is about mad to be mad and pissing off white folks. I've said this for years. That's why other people, especially when Trump got involved in it, it just made it, oh, like, well, we're going to kneel to say, fuck Trump. But don't believe that any of these people really care about victims of police brutality and the NFL doing anything about it. They don't care about that. Now, I'm not saying that some people don't care. They want people to be attacked. But they that's not what really they want the NFL to do. There is nothing the NFL can do that's going to please black folks. And I'm like, I'm hoping Roger Goodell, and I'm pretty sure they do understand. There, there's, there's nothing you can do. There is nothing... You didn't get 86000000 million. You're not even involved in this. You know, and, you know, it's never going to be a win for you. So then people switch it up. They're like, okay, it's not, about, it's not about somebody getting a job. And see, that's what this is about. This is about the love story created with the media and Colin Kaepernick. You know, the thing that they went to him and then they came up and he was like, here, we're going to make it that you protesting about. We're going to... You're, you're, you're sitting down. you mad about something. What is Okay, oh, police, we're going to run with this shit. Okay? So, they create, like, the hero, the person. So, people only care about the person. They don't care about the police. I don't give a fuck if you get $86 million. I don't give a fuck. I want this dude to have a job. It's all about that, and that's what these stories do. People fall in love with the characters. Just like when they fell in love, people fell in love with Obama. They don't really know what the fuck he did and what he didn't do, but they're going to defend him to the end. So what you've had with this Jay-Z deal, which is kind of unique, you had Dick Ryder versus Dick Ryder. Whose nuts are we going to ride? Are we going to be on Colin Kaepernick's dick? Or are we going to be on... But Jay-Z's our dude. Now trust me, if this was a dude that wasn't held in high esteem, at least in the hip-hop community, as Jay-Z, there would be nobody on Jay-Z's side. No one. And the fact that he has a tie to Beyoncé. I mean, who these women worship. You know what I'm saying? They won't study for a motherfucking SAT, but they will study everything Beyonce fucking do. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, this is about Colin Kaepernick giving a, getting a job, Jay Z. That's the most important thing. Don't give a fuck about this money and police brutality. Okay, whatever y'all say y'all did, y'all did, whatever. Ain't nobody checking. Ain't nobody checking to see what's being done. Ain't gonna be no policies done. And then you're gonna take away our right to be mad. We can't get out of here, and that's what the, the read does about. You know, I want to show my black because his profile has been lifted because of this. Now, what has he actually done affected? Now I'm a black man. What the fuck is this nigga actually done that's affecting nothing? Police ain't doing anything any different because that's not the way to do it. Police get their power ultimately from the Supreme Court the supreme court which is the final arbiter of the constitution is what gives them the power these federal judges these federal appellate judges and if you could see the decisions that they come up with where the police derive their policies from that allows them to do this stuff that's where we have to be but everybody wants to be on the clown shit. they want to be oh well if you're in front of the nfl first of all when they say raise awareness, first of all, the, the, the awareness on police brutality has been like 24 seven for almost the last 10 years. But every five years, black people get fucking amnesia. And be like, oh, this is the beginning. This, no, motherfucker, this has been going on. But people are like the platform or the NFL. Don't nobody give a fuck about the NFL in the courts. So what you're going to do, you're going to waste all of this money. Now, if they took this, if they take this NFL money, okay. And like I said, they're not going to give it to the actual black adults, men who fucking need it. That's unfortunate. But that money should be going all toward them. And the money needs to be going on. If it's going to go toward these kids, not into this social justice bullshit. It needs to go on business and engineering, technical, you know, that type, and raising motherfucking SAT scores. Because I'm going to tell you what, more than these social media warriors who get on TV, I mean, get on the internet, and most of these motherfuckers, the most poor black motherfuckers are the ones always work for white folk. Always, they, they militant online, and then, hi, hi, Becky at work, and say, hi, Jim, hi, Aston, at motherfucking work are the most pro-black motherfuckers on, On TV On social media But If black kids I'm going to tell you what If black kids Raise their SAT scores That would do More Empowerment Than all this social justice Stuff Not saying any of that's not important But it's too easy to do It's so easy to get out And talk about racism All fucking day and we have too many specialists in the black community who can talk about motherfucking racism, but they can't talk about the they can't talk about the inner the, you know they can't talk about the accountability of black people uh, to the motherfucking sales and holding accountable. They can't talk about no motherfucking real business, no engineering shit. And one thing they talk about the business shit is that they always agree with the player. It's always, how the fuck are you going to be an owner, but you can't never see the business perspective? I'll see people talking about, oh, yeah, they these NFL players, they should get all these guarantees, all this guaranteed money, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that sounds good from the player's perspective. Now, put yourself, you want to be a business owner, put yourself in a business owner's perspective. You really want to get these motherfuckers where there's 100% chance they're going to get a fucking injury, all this guaranteed money? Okay, now, let's, let's take what your responsibility is of an owner. In fact, let's do this. Because people that came up with this crazy fucking notion because they got it from TMZ or whatever that Jay-Z was going to have this interest. And I was like, man, that's the stupidest shit. Motherfuckers is really this motherfucking stupid. and re- Motherfuckers really showed how stupid they were as the Jay-Z deal. Then the even more stupider thing is, and I even heard the Killer Mike dude say this, who these motherfuckers think is. Now, like I say, he's a smart guy. I'll take him as a, a you know, as, as a smart guy. And when we say smart, when I look at smart, I'm looking relative because there's too many rappers that people consider smart that aren't really fucking smart because they can, they're not smart. They're, I mean, maybe they're smarter than another dumb rapper. But I think that this guy listening to him, he has uh, some genuine intelligence, but too many people on his dick, too many, because he says he says shit too, that if you're not really smart, he doesn't really know what the fuck he's talking about either on a lot of stuff but anyway, he was one of the guys that's like, oh maybe Jay-Z, uh, bring it Colin Kaepernick, I mean I mean, do you really think an owner is just going to be able to do that? Because first of all, let's take it if you're an owner you know what I'm saying and you have partners and stuff like this you have fiduciary responsibilities. That means that you have responsibilities to other people. Uh, besides, you have legal responsibilities to other people. First of all, your number one priority being an owner in the NFL is to make fucking money. That's any business. You don't have a business if you don't have a customer. You don't have you don't, you don't have a business. That's the number one thing. It's not about, oh, Joe Blow getting $50 or this or that or or making the city happy. Because if you don't have a business, you can't do any of that thing. So the number one thing is to make money. So let's say that I'm also an investor in this. And say I get one of these people, social media people, who are like, well, okay. um, We want everybody to have a guaranteed contract. You know what I'm saying? We want everybody to have a guaranteed contract. You stupid motherfucker. I mean, now that means you're going to cost us money. These people, that means we're going to be paying people who are going to get injured, may get seriously injured, never come back. All of this money, which means we're going to lose money. We don't invest money to lose money. So now you have all these legal things. So we have too many people we really want to be owners. We need to start thinking like, because I'm going to tell you where a lot of, I've seen a lot of behind the scenes things. And a lot of things that come off as racist are strictly fucking business. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of racist shit in the business world. But for the most part, it's about the money. It's about... And these people... These are smart fucking people. If they can make money, they're going to make the money. But if they don't make... But this isn't, you know, like a charity. And even the charities don't do this. If this is... you know know, they're not trying to be loss leaders we're trying to give some money now I do think with the 86 million that the NFL got that the people get more than what the NFL gets the NFL isn't going to get much publicity off this chase it's really not lifting their profile their number one customer are typically like you know white people Um, their audience their main audience is different from the black, you know, from black people. You know what I'm saying? So they can have this backlash of black folk, but I do believe that they do have some genuine efforts to uh, do some good things, and then they probably have some disingenuous. That's why The Wire was such a great show, because it showed the good and bad of police and criminals and blah, blah, blah. It showed a more balanced view, and uh, I think that people have to have a more balanced view of the world. And, uh, but, I mean, I know, you know, I freestyle this shit. I don't write shit down. And I'm going to start taking my podcast shit more serious. Um, and compete. Because, you know, I'm at, I'm at a point in my life where I want to do, do different things. But, I had jumped from the tune that Jay-Z, basically, this isn't about, this isn't about the NFL. I mean, this isn't about police brutality you know what I'm saying and that's what when he was up there he was missing and like I said I don't know if he probably knows that or he doesn't want to admit it you know what I'm saying but that's the real reality this isn't really about police brutality and I've been saying this for years it's not police no this is about love story you know this is about a love story we want to see our hero get his job all this other shit, and we don't know what the fuck gonna happen with that money. We don't know. People talking about they won't change because here was one of the things that was. They was interviewing some people, some of these old loud mouth talking people, loud mouth talking celebrities. Okay, what do you want to see? What 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 do you want to see done? Oh, uh, I don't know what I want to see done. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what the NFL doing good by us looks like. You know what I'm saying? That right there shows you. Motherfuckers don't have no goal. There's no goal. And if we can't, you know, the, the the happiness was that black people could show their black ass and do this during the national anthem. Which I thought was stupid. Now I'm a veteran. I'm a combat veteran. But and the the veteran who because a lot of people use that one veteran who talk with. Colin Kaepernick and like I said he's caught a lot of flack from from veterans he doesn't speak for all veterans and he basically said okay I don't want you to kneel or do anything but if you're going to do anything if you're going to do something this would be more respectful and that's his opinion now me I didn't have a problem with the national anthem thing but I thought it was um because I know as a black, black people don't give a fuck about the national anthem. So when I hear black people like, we're not disrespecting, yes you are, you don't give a fuck about the anthem. I've heard that, I mean, come on man, if you're gonna be black, show your black ass, show your black ass everywhere, I man, you don't give a fuck about the national anthem. Black people have never given a fuck about the, uh, the the national anthem. Yeah, fucking I am disrespecting this, you know, just come out and just be honest with that shit. But, you know, I'm not with you got to disrespect the flag and and uh, all of that, because my life has literally been on the line uh, for this country and I ain't got shit back from it. But, you know, I'm not asking for shit back, but I ain't got shit back from me. Um, but if anybody had a right to be offended by it, I mean, I think I would be one of the people who could be offended because it shouldn't be a veteran talking about what's respectful, a non-veteran talking about what's respectful to a veteran the fuck do you know? So there's gonna be some veterans of this, but I wasn't like that. But to me, I'm like, if it was done, maybe scoring a touchdown and stuff like that. I thought that shit would be more powerful. And actually, I got that idea from Ocho uh, Cinco. He said that and I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? I I knew what it was. It was like, okay, now we we're pissing off white folk. You know, this is some sort of power. You know what I'm saying, and he doesn't have a job. And I think some people was happy he didn't, have, he don't have a job because he can become, you know, a martyr because of that. Because if he comes back and he gets a job back, and because uh, I, I think I heard Charlemagne the God say that the most, uh, the best thing publicity wise that the NFL could do is bring back Colin Kaepernick and and Roger Goodell didn't even fucking respond to that and the question is kind of stupid because publicity what the fuck are you talking about publicity we're supposed to be worried about black adult men who are being killed by the police which they fucking are there's nothing more real let me go on that rant real quick there is nothing more real nothing more racist than the police. Now, I have some police friends. I mean, I've belonged to a police, uh, or one of my boys. I mean, he's now, he wasn't a, a noob at the time. He's a noob now. Um, you know, he started this motorcycle club. I was one of the original members, blah, blah, blah. All these guys, you know, U.S. Marshals and stuff. You know, I got friends, St. Louis, you know, good guys. So you do have some good ones. But you have a lot of bad ones. This whole, there's only a few good a few bad ones fuck out of here the racism every day you can see it especially if you're a black man i see it every fucking day there's nothing more real now i don't believe that the cases that have been highlighted in the media necessarily are the have been the best cases for getting wins all the cases that this talk about the masses being wrong all the cases that people talk about, the Trayvon, all these cases, all these cases that people are like the most gung. This is fucking racism. You can't believe it. And you got on, those were the weakest cases. That's why this you can't you can't go with the masses. It was clear that you know that you know that asshole. I can't remember Zimmerman. This motherfucker was going to get off on this. And it's not, and it's not because some cynical. Oh, because he's, because he ain't white. I mean, he's a boy. His daddy's white. You guys, nah. If you were true, if you knew your shit legally, a lot of true. And like I said, a lot of these lawyers, I don't know about these motherfuckers anymore. These, a lot of these lawyers are fucking social justice motherfuckers who forget everything they've ever learned in law. Some of them never even learned. In period, those cases, that case is gonna be beat now there's cases where motherfuckers are shot in the back where they beat it's like damn are you out your fucking mind you know what I'm saying then there's other ones but the cases that have been now that when your boy got choked out that was a clear case of fucking murder to me clear case but then when I spoke with some police they were like no, that wasn't clear but the but the uh, the Mike Brown case was clear That shouldn't have been a shot, You know, that shouldn't have happened and blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people, they have no training in the law, in investigation, you know, the the biological, all the science shit that completely contradicts their paradigm, but they won't accept it. And that's one thing about the black community, because when we talk about ethos and logos and pathos and all of this shit, the ways that you communicate and people are affected... Black people we rely more on the emotional shit. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody it's like when the preacher come in. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember growing up as far as churches. The white churches were the boring churches, but they would study the really the Bible get really like held like a school. And then you had the um, the black churches which were burning with the rage and fire. I mean, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. I remember, you know, I, mean, I go to, you know, and I cry and shit. I can't even just take it, you know, great. But maybe not as much study. Now, they used to go to Bible study, but maybe not as much study. as And in fact, people now, they just want to go to church just to sing and they don't really want to learn shit. They want it to be like a damn club. You know, we got these preachers in Jordans and shit Teaching, I mean uh, it's, I mean, like I said, you want to rock Jordans You're all the time good But you know, uh, these new jack celebrity preachers All these rappers and shit we're going to is just clown shit um, To the fullest And I mean, I've digressed So far away, but From the original topic But like I said, this has really been about The, um you know, the issues, but like Jay-Z found out, this really isn't about what you're gonna be you're not gonna be able to do anything. There's not I mean, what policies are you gonna I mean yeah you can put a few pictures of some kids and shit like that and too much in the black community man where I went to these uh black events, black girl magic, black excellence, and the crap is bullshit. Nothing substantive happens, it's just a bunch, a bunch of motherfucking selfies. But just sleepwalking back to some of these stories, um, why I doubt some of these civil rights, some of these civil rights stories from the past because of the day is because, cause you know, I've, you know, I've had my, you know, I've had opportunities to do things. I mean, I've argued with Clarence Thomas face to face. I mean, I've done it. I ain't just talked about it. I've done it sitting right next to him. Um, but I went to Washburn University law school in Topeka, Kansas. And Brown v. Board was originally started by uh, two Kappas uh, who were, who had graduated from Washburn University Law School. So um, I got to meet one of the Brown daughters. In fact, I was president of the Black Law Students Association at the time. I took it over. I mean, I literally took it over um, my first year of law school because when I got to law school, I was like, boss, I was like, man, we're going to be turning down doors. We're going to be knocking on, we going to, you know, we're going to do this shit. And I used to use my measuring stick as like Howard, because I just imagined like Howard, I know they turned it down. They got, I was like, we're going to do this shit like a Howard doer. I had never been to Howard Law School, none of that shit. So I come in and they was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is really just a name. We don't really do anything. They wouldn't meet. They wouldn't do anything. And I was complaining and shit. And they was like, fuck it. Here, you got it. You got it. You, it it's your shit. And, you know, I moved to change it into a lot of different things. And at the time, we had uh, we had white members. But then, you know, they were wanting to become voting members. And I was like, fuck no. That's not happening. Uh, no disrespect to them, but... You know i even went to the dean i mean i had you know i just it became a big issue i had to go um uh, but we both were sent you know we both were talking with the dean assistant dean uh, dean easley who's like he's like a dean of another school uh he was real cool and he agreed with me i mean in fact we we did we had to do a negotiation a mediation actually uh downtown with some uh, prosecutors uh who were Washburn. one was a black Washburn Law grad The other one was a white female wash- And they were trying to mediate between me And you know And really it was this one girl This one white girl in particular um, And to be honest I was like fuck it The whole time I was like fuck this shit I was there like I ain't listen to none of this shit But then I didn't want the brother to have an L As a mediator So I mediated But they didn't get you know No voting came from it But anyway I was You know I was uh, really like okay we're going we're gonna to do, do this shit. We're going to really make um, uh, Burn Down. I don't even know why the fuck. Okay. I was talking about the, the Brown v. Board stuff. But I brought in one of the Brown... Her name was Cheryl Brown. Her name was Cheryl Brown. One of the Brown daughters. And when she came, she spoke with us. And it was just so enlightening. And she told us that the whole story... Because Brown v. Board is taught that you had this girl who wanted to walk. Well, she wanted to... Well, to, to go to school, she had to walk all these miles to go to school, to go to this white school, and blah, 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 or black school, I don't know. Well, she couldn't go to the white school. She had to walk all these miles to go to her school. And they were inferior, blah, blah, blah. And this lady, Cheryl Brown, she was like, that story was completely made up by Life Magazine. They didn't actually want to go to white schools. They were happy with their black schools. In fact, they said that the teachers were more educated. The black teachers, a lot of these teachers were female, had master's degrees and stuff like that, where the white teachers didn't. So the black teachers were actually more educated. This whole idea of the storyline was created by good Marshall. Well, the Life magazine created the walking thing. But the plan as far as using the Browns, how they got picked, how Mr. Brown got picked out of the other groups of people from other surrounding states that was having the same issue it was normally women who were like the clients but he was chosen because he was a man, that's why the name is Brown v. Board because there were other cases other places but they were women so it was a little bit of sexism on why it was the Brown v. Board um thing but it just let me know that you and then back then and this was like 98 99 she was telling me about the the black wall street thing and like I said I've never me personally I've never been impressed by that I'm like so the fuck what I mean it's not around now that's kind of been like my attitude but you know, and now to hear that you know this resurgence of it in the last few years and stuff like that, and then I'm like, okay, was it really like popping like that, or are we just being told that black people just telling these stories to make people feel good? But I mean, that's kind of my attitude with that, and you know, that's been my attitude with the African king queen shit. I'm like. Kings and, king, kings and queens are what? I mean so what? That shit happened so fucking long ago It's not popping now What's going on now And I think that's why A lot of this stuff Doesn't really resonate And people get mad At least with the young kids When you're trying to tell About that stuff Like I don't see none of that shit Right now um, You know From when that happened But I mean I've went You know i I've been talking about this For maybe an hour With the whole, J- whole Jay-Z deal And the kind of like Summarize it And close it up Is that I mean if people Want to be mad I mean you're going to have people Who going to be mad About Jay-Z Doing the deal People are not going to be mad You got Dick Ryder Versus Dick Ryder They can't figure out Who's nuts to ride Some people can't choose Who's nuts to ride They ride You know so they just Pick a side And all that shit The bottom line Is that you aren't going to see Shit Real shit Real policy shit On um, Police brutality There's nothing that's going to change with that. That's the bad news. The good news about this shit... And damn, I just forgot the good news. I am going to come back to the good news. I forgot what the fuck I was getting ready to say. It was some real deep shit. But the bad news is there's not going to be any real social change with that. Some of the good news is I guess the Jay-Z is going to have some music control, but so the fuck what? I mean, the music shit really... Uh, isn't that important to me? Do I think that this is a pathway for, um, Jay-Z to become a NFL owner? No, never going to happen. Uh, it's not going to be him. That's going to be the, uh, NFL owner as far as in that case. Um, so I don't think people should, um, uh, expect much when we're looking at like a measuring stick as far as what's gonna happen. Now as far as uh, Colin Kaepernick getting a job, I think that he has his best opportunity now. I don't I don't think that I don't think the people, their core audience even gives a fuck really anymore as much about it. But like I said, when you're an NFL owner or whatever, you gotta consider more than what the general public you know, is this going to be make money, lose money, blah blah blah. But I do think that I do think that he's gonna eventually get an opportunity. Now when he gets that opportunity, is he gonna shine? I don't know. And if he doesn't, are people gonna be happy? People aren't gonna be happy no matter what. Even if he comes back, because if he comes back and he gets cut again, it's gonna be the same. You're discriminating, or if he comes back, he doesn't perform well. There's gonna be, oh well, you should have let him come back two years ago. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't discriminate against him two years ago. Blah blah blah. So there's no real happiness from this. But okay, the good news was when I said remember the good news. The bad news is not gonna be anything done. Uh, really, for social, I mean, for real policy changes, shit like that. But the good news is, you motherfuckers didn't give a fuck anyway. You never give a fuck about that anyway. You know what I'm saying? You ain't really checking with, you're just posting for social media. you never set in a sale with anybody. You don't go to any of the courts, you know what I'm saying, uh, to check out or run in the system. Uh, you also don't do any, when a jury We're one of the most powerful places where you can really change some real immediate gratification shit. You don't want to sit on any motherfucking juries. You don't really give a fuck. All you give a fuck about is the celebrities and the heroes. And you may get your wish from this. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is that we really have to change. uh, Well, first of all, we got to get rid of this one step at a time. We got to get rid of this bad information chain that we have in the black community and it's going to be hard to do because most of the people who are experts aren't really experts now me like I said with my podcast and stuff I do a lot of like off the chain stuff that I do that's part of my personality and I'll act like I'm the dumbest person in the room but I may just maybe be the smartest guy actually in the fucking room uh, because a lot of the people that I see you know, and me, I'm not one of these followers, people. I don't be sitting off them quick. I don't do any of that shit. All that shit is dick ride. I don't even like promoting podcasts. I think that's dick ride. I ain't gonna ride somebody's dick to to listen to me talk. Um, but the people that I be seeing, you know, I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And some of these people don't know he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Some people don't care. They're just like, or she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. They don't care. This just, they want to feel this way. You know, so they don't want to hear logic and all this this fits, they're being told what they want to hear and Tony B doesn't do that Tony B doesn't play that homie so I'm out peace, this is the black and, black and tail like I said, I'm going to try to maybe add some value to the community Um ain't really my goal because um, I really just post shit for me um, but to try to do a little bit of calls, talk about some of the the trading, we're gonna really talk about trading and investing, that type of stuff. Um, and uh, not that I'm an expert or anything like that, but I do think that I know uh, more than most. And uh, a lot of people that are talking about it don't we know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, uh, and just really are talking shit. But this is Tony B. Yo, I'm out.